Investment advisory services provided by Drake and Associates, LLC, a state of Wisconsin registered investment advisor. Insurance products are offered through a separate company, Loft Financial Advisory Group, LLC, a Wisconsin insurance agency. Clients are under no obligation to purchase any recommended insurance products. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. While we believe the information in the show is reliable, we cannot guarantee its accuracy. Neither Drake and Associates or Loft Financial Advisory Advisory Group accepts any liability for the use of the information discussed. Opinions expressed are subject to change without notice and are not intended as investment advice or a solicitation for the purchase or sale of any security. Please consult your financial professional before making any investment decision. Before you start planning your retirement party, make sure you've got your retirement plan. You can never be too prepared for life after work, and we're here to help. This is Retirement Ready with Tony Drake on WTMJ. Welcome to the Retirement Ready Show on WTMJ. I'm Tony Drake, Certified Financial Planner with Drake & Associates at WealthWisconsin.com. Joined this week by Brad Allen. How's it going? Great to be here, buddy. (laughs) Next time. Oh, ugly topic, isn't it? It's a tough one to talk about. Tax deadline's coming up. A lot of people might be working on that this weekend. Maybe they're going to wait till next weekend, really cram it in, but... You know, while folks are wrapping up this year's taxes, thought it'd be great to discuss some of the most common mistakes that people are making. Are you finding this to be a stressful time for your clients? Yeah, it's getting a little stressful, and, and one of the big reasons why is because of the changes that they made with taxes. You know, this year going for a 2018, so some of the standard deductions doubled, and itemization kind of goes out the window a little bit. But that's not for last year. So last year is we're still doing it the same way we've always done it, and we wanted to kind of talk about that a little bit today. Yeah, I'd agree. I'm getting the same from my clients. A lot of confusion. People are saying, do I itemize? Don't I? You know, really, just to make that crystal clear, if you're working on your 2017 taxes, really business as usual. And important to remember, we're not CPAs. We're not accountants. You want to check with your professionals. But, you know, if you always did the long-form meeting, you did the itemized deductions, chances are, unless you really had a substantial reduction in those, you're going to want to do that the same way. Now, next year, that's where this new tax bill comes into play. The standard deduction doubles, meaning for various reasons, a lot of folks may not be able to do the long form or itemized anymore. They may use just use that larger standard deduction. And also, you know, we have some discount, I would call it, on individual tax brackets. There's a reduction in those tax brackets for individuals for about an eight-year period. So I would call taxes being on sale might be a great time to look at some of the Roth conversions and some of the other strategies. Some great tax strategies that you can look at going forward, you know, and, and especially in retirement, these this, this, this tax sale could help a lot of people out, but you just want to put the right plan together for it. Yeah, and I think it's important to think about because if you do that properly, I refer to it pretty often what we call the the income stool in retirement. That's, of course, pension if you're still fortunate enough to have one of those. Not all of us do. And then you have Social Security, mm-hmm. really important to maximize that. And then you have, you know, your nest egg. And, you know, the big question we all have, I think it's the most common question we hear from our clients is, you know, do I have enough money? Am I going to be okay? And if you can you know, really get those legs to work together, meaning maximize your Social Security. If I can get the most out of that leg, I don't have to take as much money out of the nest egg. But if I can utilize some of these tax strategies, that means when I get take a dollar out to supplement income, and I think that that can be a really emotional kind of 
time period full of anxiety for a lot of folks. Yeah, I mean, those are accounts everybody's been telling you not to touch your whole life, and now it's time to start drawing from them, and it can be really, really stressful. Yeah, I think that's the part that surprised me the most getting into this industry so many years ago was what an emotional, stressful time that is for folks. But, you know, if we can implement some tax strategies, because now you're taking those dollars out, and it's okay as long as you plan for it. Mm -hmm. You know, you come up with an income plan, stress test that income plan to make sure, you know, it's going to weather the storm. A little bit of a volatile market's here in the last uh, month to six weeks. Right. If you've tested it for that, it's okay to take money out. After all, that's why you've saved it in the first place. But we can set up some tax strategies where when I take a dollar out, I get to keep as much of that dollar as possible, have a smaller and smaller percentage go to Uncle Sam. That simply means I don't have to take as many dollars out. Right. And, you know, a retirement plan isn't just about what stocks and bonds do you have. It's really about, like you said, an income plan. Which account do I draw from first to make the most sense tax-wise? If you're going to let Social Security grow, that's going to be more income coming in for you later on down the road. And, you know, 70 and a half RMDs come required minimum distributions. A lot of people find themselves in a very high tax bracket later on in retirement than what they thought they'd be in. So creating that plan ahead of time and, and knowing what's coming on down the road and, and, and strategizing around that is, is critical. Yeah, and I think that's a big myth. Well, I guess I don't want to use the word myth, but that's a big a shock to people, I guess. You know, we were told all our lives to put our money into these pre-tax accounts, be it a 401K, traditional IRA, 403B, depending on what type of company or industry you worked in. And now suddenly it's all taxable. And we've met a lot of folks in their 70s that we didn't have the luxury to meet earlier that are saying, boy, with the delayed Social Security starting at 70, now required minimum distributions at 70 and a half, I'm in a higher tax bracket than I was when I was working. And and that's one of the topics we're going to talk about. We have some educational classes coming up on April 12th and 18th. We're going to be out in Pewaukee at Thunder Bay Grill. You can register right at wealthwisconsin.com, wealthwisconsin.com. We're going to be talking about required minimum distributions, how to manage that taxable income stream, how to maximize Social Security, and really how to maximize some of these tax strategies. If you do some planning ahead of time, pre-70s, it can really be impactful and really change the landscape of what tax brackets you're in really for decades and decades to come. So after the break, I want to talk a little bit about some of the most common mistakes people are making when they're filing their taxes and really how does this affect our retirement and how to implement those strategies. You're with the Retirement Ready Show on WTMJ. Getting you ready to sail into the sunset. This is Retirement Ready with Tony Drake on WTMJ. Welcome back to the Retirement Ready Show on WTMJ. I'm Tony Drake, joined by Brad Allen this week, talking about a great topic or maybe not so great depending on your outlook. The tax deadline is coming up. And, and Brad, we're talking today about some of the most common mistakes people are making when they're filing their taxes. And Mm -hmm. maybe you're working with a tax professional. That's great. Maybe you're doing it yourself. A lot of great software tools out there a lot of folks are using nowadays. But as we're getting down to the wire, what are some of the most common mistakes people make when filing their taxes? Well, probably the biggest mistake is waiting until the last minute. You know, we have two extra days this year to file because April 15th falls on a Sunday and Monday the 16th is a holiday, but you don't want to wait till the last minute. You know, you're, you're rushing and it's easy to make mistakes like typos, wrong calculations. Some people even put their, the wrong social security number in there because they're going too fast. So you just want to slow down and take your time and do it right the first time so you don't have to go back and do it again. Yeah, I think it could be a stressful time for people, especially if you're down the wire. But, 
you know, really common to see those math mistakes. So people just want to take your time, double-check your addition. If you're using the software programs, you know, they're going to do a lot of that math for you nowadays. But double-check your, your inputs. Those software programs are only going to be as good as the data you put into it. So mm-hmm. if you're going quickly, maybe you had an extra keystroke you didn't realize, just take your time. You know, if you're really up against the deadline, remember you can file for an extension. That's going to give you some more time. If you think you're going to owe, you still want to pay that now to avoid any interest penalties. But, you know, you can do an extension. Believe it or not, the IRS wants you to get it right rather than get it done in in maybe a hastily manner and then you just don't get it done properly. And that's a good point that you bring up. You can you can file that extension, but if you're going to owe money and you know you're going to owe money, you need to calculate what you're going to owe because you have to have that in now, right? So you want to try to to do that ahead of time, and and sometimes you have to guess on how much you're going to owe, but you want to get that in before uh, uh, before the seventeenth. Yeah, really important to do that as you're working on that over the next week or so here. But you know, one thing we find a lot, I think, at the firm when meeting with people, you know, tax planning is such an important part of retirement. And it's not always being handled. I ask a question a lot, Brad. I think we both do of our clients. And, you know, it'll say something to the effect of what's your largest expense in retirement. And people tend to say, well, the mortgage or maybe I'm helping with uh, some student loans or, you know, whatever the case might be. Very few, if any, ever answer taxes. Right. And I would argue that that's really your largest expense in retirement, at least for most people. So it's really an important conversation to figure out what strategies can I implement, you know, to do that. And for some folks, when when you talk about retirement planning, it's not maximizing their retirement contributions. When you contribute to your 401K or an IRA, you're reducing your taxable income for the current tax year. The money that you put in also grows tax deferred until you take it out in retirement. Younger workers are capped at saving 18500 in their 401K and another 5500 in their traditional IRAs for 2018. However, older workers can save an additional $6,000 in their 401K plan and an extra 1000 in their IRA. Right, and you know, besides the tax benefits, setting up a savings plan is an important part of increasing your retirement security. So, you know, we always talk about at Drake and Associates, we offer that comprehensive report on retirement planning. You can find more details of that report on wealthwisconsin.com. But it's the the 360 retirement plan where you're putting everything in there, including taxes. You know, I always say, you know, you want to have some kind of tax strategy to be the most efficient down the road, especially once required minimum distributions happen and and all this kind. Of stuff kind of piles on in your 70s you know it's 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 uh, a nice problem to have in your 70s to be in a higher tax bracket than what you thought but it still is a problem and you want to address it early yeah you definitely want to address that early and i think that idea of having an income plan really answers that so an income plan is simply saying you know we all see the commercials if you have x amount of dollars you're going to be okay and brad you know i'm not a big believer in those preset numbers or percentages because it varies so much if you're fortunate enough to have that pension, right? Yep. or maybe they've sat down with you, you've come up with a great Social Security strategy, and maybe you, you just live conservatively and you can afford to live on your pension and Social Security, well, then there's an argument to be made, I don't need a huge nest egg because I'm living within my, my income needs. Right. But if my income needs are beyond my income sources, then I have to have that income plan. So once we determine you have enough dollars, then it's, well... 
Do I take it out of my non-qualified individual account? Do we take it out of the joint account? Do I take it out of the 401k or IRA? Maybe I have some Roth dollars. Do I implement some Roth convert? You know, I mean, all these questions, your brain starts to swirl, and it's no wonder people feel overwhelmed. But that income plan is simply sitting down and saying, this is the order I'm going to withdraw, but having a rhyme and reason to it. And, you know, we always talk about being that education first firm, and I think that's important. Missing link in my industry, I think people tell you this is how you want to do it, but they don't explain why, and I think it's really important to get to that. So after the break, Brad, I want to talk a little bit about, we talk about investment diversification. Let's have tax taxable income diversification as well. You're with the Retirement Ready Show on WTMJ. Getting you ready for retirement the right way. This is Retirement Ready with Tony Drake on WTMJ. Good afternoon. This is the Retirement Ready Show on WTMJ. Talking about tax deadline, big scary thing. One of the biggest fears, I think, is audits, of course. And nobody likes to think about taxes or paying too much taxes. But before the break, Brad, we started talking about, you know, kind of having all your savings in one place. And I think the concept here is, you know, a lot of people continue to invest in these pre-tax accounts like the traditional IRAs and 401Ks. But it's important to remember that the dollars in these types of accounts will be taxed as you withdraw it. That means your retirement savings won't go as far as you may think. I mean, you know, I take a dollar out, Mm -hmm. and let's say I'm at an effective 20% bracket, 20 cents of every dollar I don't get to keep. It has to go to Uncle Sam. Right. So a big mistake I see is not having what I call tax diversification, excuse me, which is just as important as investment diversification. An account like a Roth, for example, will give you tax diversification because your money's taxed when you contribute it. So I don't get the deduction at the time I put the money in, but I can withdraw it income tax-free in retirement. Do you ever get clients complaining about tax-free income, Brad? Not ever once, no. (laughs) (laughs) And you may want to consider shifting money from from a traditional IRA or a previous employer's 401k into a Roth IRA. You know, it's called a Roth conversion. So you have to pay the taxes on the time you take the money out uh, during that conversion, which is why some people like to, to do partial conversions. You know, when you think about a Roth conversion, you're thinking about uh, taking your entire 401K and converting it over to a Roth, which would make a huge tax year for you. So you don't necessarily want to do that, but you can do it little by little, staying in the same tax bracket that you're already in, and you can get a lot of money over before retirement. So. Uh, only switching over as, as much as you're able to on, on the different tax years and moving the money over on a year-to-year basis is something you want to sit down with either your accountant or your tax professional and really just kind of go through how much per year makes the most sense in the long run. Yeah, we we talk about a lot of the tax strategies and how to accomplish some of this, and I really think the Roth conversions tend to be one of the most misunderstood and missed opportunities. Uh, absolutely. You know, it's really, I I can't tell folks how many times we're working on an income plan for someone. Mm -hmm. And and let's just say for simple math, you know, we're projecting out to the age of 100. And this particular client, we'll call him Bob and Mary. I I just had one yesterday. Not not Bob and Mary, but we'll call him Bob and Mary. But, you know, and we were projecting they had about eight or 900,000 at age 100. So arguably... Great financial plan, right? right. I mean, they, they have plenty of money left. That's plenty of wiggle room. God forbid there's some health problems, long-term care scenario. Mm-hmm. I simply, Brad, implemented a Roth conversion strategy. Nothing else. That was before we looked at the investments. Can we reduce fees? What's our risk like? Is that lined up? Right. How are we dealing or, or in some plans not dealing with inflation? But I simply added a Roth conversion strategy 
and using the same interest rates, so the same growth rates, same inflation rates, they had 1.8 million at age 100. Yeah. Double. Yeah. The amount of money doubled. Now, what does that mean for a couple? Well, that means maybe there were some things they were dreaming about they thought they couldn't afford. Maybe passing money on is really important. So that's free. I mean, you know, you can pass on a lot more money. And great point, Brad. If I'm passing on the Roth, I'm passing it on income tax-free. What a great gift to give to the kids. And a lot of my clients are saying, Tony, my kids are doing well. They're in a pretty high tax bracket. Yeah. You know, and I, I don't want them to be paying taxes on all this money they inherit. So, you know, I, I really think it's a really overlooked strategy. A lot of people get stressed out because they think, boy, if I convert this all at once, well, yeah, if you have a quarter million, half million dollar plus IRA and you converted it all at once, you're going to lose nearly 50% between feds and state to income taxes. That would be a shame. But, boy, with this new tax bill mm-hmm. and these what I call taxes on sale, you know, maybe we can take advantage of doing a portion over a period of 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, really paying a pretty low effective rate on those conversions, yet converting it over to income tax-free dollars. Yeah, and that's why it's so important. We talk about the 360 plan, the retirement plan that we put together. Everything's included in that. Roth conversions, how much of a difference does it make with your current strategy versus doing Roth conversions? And when you see those numbers, I mean, you're talking hundreds of thousands of dollars uh, over a period of time, and it can make a huge difference. And these are some of the things that we're going to be talking about at the classes that we have coming up. Uh, we have the classes on April 12th and April 18th. It's going to be at Thunder Bay Grill. It is the RMD taxation and the effects on Social Security. It's one of our most popular classes. It does fill up really quickly. So if you're interested, give us a call at 414-409-7226 or visit us on wealthwisconsin.com. Looks like it's time for the news, Brad, but after the news, I want to come back talk a little bit about charitable giving. I think people misunderstand that topic. They think, boy, maybe I have to be Bill Gates giving away hundreds of thousands or millions to have some tax advantages. Not the case. So we're going to talk about, from a tax perspective, planning for that charitable giving after the news break. You're with the Retirement Ready Show on WTMJ. Preparing you for the ultimate vacation. Here's more of Retirement Ready with Tony Drake on WTMJ. Good afternoon and welcome back. Today, Brad, we're discussing some of the, I guess, scary facts, things that people just aren't accounting for in retirement. We talked about longevity a little bit. Clearly, the biggest question we get, do we have enough money? We're going to be okay. And, you know, we want to venture into health care. So that can be kind of a tangled topic, if you will. And Frankly, it's one of the most challenging parts in retirement to plan for because it's an area we just don't know. Right. We can work on some averages. We can look at things like that, talk about longevity in the family, but it's really challenging to plan for. And for those of you that want to connect with us and come to one of the educational classes, we have one of our most popular topics right now we're going to do here in April, and that's talking about the 500 Social Security strategies. There's required minimum distributions. Right really breaks down to be a little bit more simple, I think, than folks make it out to be. But with that said, it's a big challenge. People get worried about it. They get a little bit nervous. A lot of people say, I don't want to take money out. Yeah, or they just don't think about it at all, and then 70.5 rolls around. They find themselves in a higher tax bracket than what they thought they'd be in. So it is a lot to RMDs. Uh, you can very much simplify it, but it's something that uh, you need to have that conversation about. Yeah, it's really important because people forget that. That's taxable income. Right. So you start taking that out. Maybe you've delayed Social Security to 70. 
Now you have taxable income there, sometimes fairly substantial, several thousand a month. You can really get pushed into a high tax bracket. And you say, boy, I thought the whole point of this 401K was to stay tax deferred because I'm in a low bracket in retirement. And that ends up not being the case. So that leads to the last topic we're going to talk about at the class in April, and that's tax strategies. You know, right. What can we do today if we're fortunate enough to meet you in your 50s or 60s that can really keep us in a lower tax bracket in our 70s, 80s, and 90s? Now, that's not to say, you know, if you're already in your 70s or 80s, there aren't things you can do, but the sooner we can start it, the more impactful it is. It can make a huge difference. I, I think we always talk about how a tax strategy can have a bigger impact on your overall portfolio than, than what funds or bonds or CDs or things are you in. You know, I mean, if you do it the right way and you start early enough, it can make a tremendous difference. Yeah, it really adds up and, again, contributes to the longevity of the dollars we were talking about. And for folks that have questions, you can always email them in. We'll address them on the show. I think we have a question or two we'll, we'll hit later this afternoon. That email is radio at wealthwisconsin.com. That's radio at wealthwisconsin.com. And those upcoming classes are out at Thunder Bay Grill in Pewaukee. It's going to be on Thursday, April 12th. And then the following week will be on Wednesday, April 18th. Those will be in the morning. We'll start at 1030, followed by lunch out there. So definitely bring your appetite. They have a great lunch plan for us, but covering RMDs, Social Security, and, and how to control those tax brackets. And those classes do fill up pretty quickly. So you can sign up on WealthWisconsin.com, or you can give us a call at 414-409-7226. Yeah, I think it's the the tax. Uh, folks are really interested in the tax strategies and mm-hmm. also this new tax code. You know, President Donald Trump passed this new tax code, and a lot of folks are concerned. How does this affect me? What impact is this going to have on me? Now, remember, if you're doing your taxes right now, it doesn't affect anything for your 2017 return. But there's a lot of big changes for the 2018 return we'll all be doing you know, at the end of the year and the beginning of next year. So we're going to talk a little bit about that as well. And we're trying to add as many as we can, folks. I apologize. A couple people have called in or emailed me and were a little upset because they couldn't get in. And um, doing everything we can to provide some more opportunities for you. But uh, if you're interested in those dates, please do jump on it. Yeah, or if you want to visit with us in the office, feel free to give us a call anytime, and we can set up an appointment. If you have specific questions to what you're doing in retirement, we'd love to help out with that. And so let's talk a little bit about health care. Another fact I read this week, Brad, more than 80% of pre-retirees, so folks that aren't quite retired yet, haven't even tried to guess how much their health care will cost them, haven't even approached the topic. Now, health care equals, you know, wealth for a lot of, excuse me, health equals wealth for a lot of those in retirement. A 65-year-old couple retiring today will spend an average of 275000 on health care. Wow. Now, we're not talking about premiums or anything. We're talking about out-of-pocket costs, not not total costs, where some of which might be covered by the, the carrier. Right. right. And a lot of folks say, well, what are you talking about, Tony? I'm going to be on Medicare at 65. Well, that's d- designed to cover many of your costs, but doesn't cover everything. It's estimated that Medicare only covers about 50 to 60% of your health care needs, and premiums and out-of-pocket expenses go up over time. And, you know, when we're working on these income plans, it becomes really challenging because we don't know what that number is going to be. We don't know what your health is going to be, how you're going to hold up. Maybe you have longevity in the family. Maybe you don't. But it's an area, I think, that tends to be a lot more expensive than people think. And 
people just aren't planning for. We meet a lot of people coming with a spreadsheet. They have their budget. Maybe they have the travel you talked about earlier, and they have all of that built in, but they just haven't considered health care. So it's something we want to talk about, some solutions. So join us after the break, and we're going to dive in how to plan for the health care expenses. Answering all of your retirement questions on Retirement Ready with Tony Drake on WTMJ. Welcome back to the Retirement Ready Show on WTMJ. This is Tony Drake, Certified Financial Planner, joined by Brad Allen, and we're talking about tax planning and crunch time and getting the taxes done this year. And I think an important part of tax planning is the charitable giving. And a lot of people, Brad, may not necessarily necessarily plan for that ahead of time or really approach that properly. First and foremost, there's a charitable deduction that's been popular with a lot of taxpayers. But for many people this year, this will be the last year they'll be be able to itemize their taxes. And that's because of the new tax reform bill that was signed that raised the standard deduction. So for most married couples, it's going to go up to roughly $24,000. So that just means for most people, that's going to be large enough that the, you know, standard deduction is going to cover everything you need. That's going to be greater than maybe itemizing. Um, if you're over 70 and a half, though, you can use your required minimum distributions or RMDs from your IRA and send them directly to a charity. We call that a QCD or Qualified Charitable Distribution. Yeah, so there are some uh, some limitations to this strategy. So you may want to check with your financial professional for more information, but Ideally, what you're doing is, is you're, you're calling your custodian, whoever you're working with. You're telling them not to send a check to you, but to send a check directly to the charity. And that will count as an RMD for you, but you won't have to pay taxes on it. So it could be a great strategy for somebody who's already over the age of 70 and a half and looking for some, some tax strategies. And I think that's important. A lot of people think, boy, I just don't give enough for that to make a difference. But let's say your RMD is... $10,000, and maybe you're given a couple thousand dollars, even if it's as simple to the church you go to each weekend, yep. that's income you don't have to pay taxes on. And it makes a difference. That money's already coming out of your savings account, so why not have it count as an RMD for you for the year? So it can make a huge impact in the long run. Yeah, and when we talk about these Roth conversion strategies, what we call bracket bumping or the qualified charitable distributions, they're all little pieces, but they really add up to make a really big difference. So I think it's important that folks consider that. They really think about that and really implement some tax rates. Again, I'd argue it's one of the largest expenses we have in retirement, so make sure you're either planning for it or working with somebody that has some experience on how to plan for some of these for us. That's right. Absolutely. You know, and it's not just, uh, when we're talking about tax strategies, it's not just adjusting your withholding. You know, many of us think a, a tax refund as a bonus, but it's not. It's your hard-earned money that Uncle Sam has been holding on to, and it's been interest-free, right? So you don't want a large refund, but you don't want to owe money at tax time either. So ideally, you want to set up your withholding so your return is close to as close to zero as possible. This is especially important now because you may be in a new tax bracket due to the tax changes that went into effect at the beginning of the year. So you'll you'll thank yourself come April 2019 if you take the time now to check your withholdings. Makes a big, big difference. There's a couple steps we can do to check that. You're going to want to get a copy of your most recent pay stub from work. If you have, if you're not in the crunch zone and you have finished last year's taxes, you want to have those handy. If not, pull out 2016 return. You're going to plug the information into a calculator from the IRS. I have that calculator on our website, wealthwisconsin.com. 
If the calculator shows your withholding is off, contact your employer. You're going to want to fill out a new W-4 as soon as possible. And here's how the W-4 works. Remember this because it's, it's a little bit backwards if you think about it. If you have a smaller number like a 0 or a 1 on line 5 of your W-4, that means actually more taxes are going to be withheld. Larger number on that line means less taxes are going to be withheld, which could lead to a smaller refund or even a tax bill. You may end up owing if you don't hit that properly. So, again, for some people, you know, having that refund is nice. It's somewhat of a forced savings plan. But remember, you're really giving the government a free loan all year. They're not paying you any interest. Right. If you have that money coming to you, that's extra cash flow. You could pay off debt. Maybe you have an income plan. You're really putting that money away from retirement. Yep. Getting it earning for you can really make a big difference. Yeah, you can build that emergency fund. You know, we always say three to six months worth of expenses before your retirement, before you retire in your savings account. So building up those things ahead of time is, is really important. Whether you have tax questions, general retirement questions, you know, just looking for some strategies on income or Social Security and retirement, you can always email us. We'll cover those questions on air here at radio at wealthwisconsin.com. That's radio at wealthwisconsin.com. We love to get your questions and answer those. You know, when we say education first firm, we mean it. We want folks to understand the decisions they're making. I think this concept that someone tells you you're going to be fine, don't worry about it. Let's get the data behind that to really support that type of statement. After the break, I want to talk a little bit more about some of these tax strategies, some lumps and bumps to look out for. You're with the Retirement Ready Show on WTMJ. Walking you through your retirement plan. Here's more of Retirement Ready with Tony Drake on WTMJ. Good afternoon and welcome back to the Retirement Ready Show on WTMJ. I'm Tony Drake, Certified Financial Planner with Brad Allen. Great afternoon. Great topic here today, buddy. Great topic. Talking about taxes and uh, you know some of the strategies going forward and, and what you can do now. So it's, uh, it's a definitely a topic that you want to pay attention to because it is that time of year. Maybe at this point an hour of taxes, people have tuned us out or hopefully, <laughs> uh, hopefully they're still hanging in there with us. But what else do we want to look out for, Brad, with this tax deadline looming in the next week, week and a half here? What, what should folks be concerned about or looking for? Well, you can get your money quicker if you e-file uh, by using direct deposit. So direct deposit is also a safer way to get your money because your check just isn't sitting in your mailbox. Uh, you can use the free file on the IRS website if you file for a qualified return, or you can e-file with one of the several different t tax filing companies. So depending on your annual salary, some of these sites will allow you to file your state and federal taxes for free, but most people have to pay some sort of fee for that. So just make sure to double-check because these errors can cost you money on your tax refund or, or flag you for an audit. So definitely something that... Once you're filling everything out, even with these e-filing uh, sites, you want to double-check everything, make sure all those numbers are correct. Yeah, and I think it's important for folks to realize, don't panic. If you Maybe you're up against a deadline here in a week, week and a half. It is the 17th this year. Right. The 15th falls on a weekend, and then the 16th on, on Monday the 16th is a holiday. So you do have till the 17th this year. But if you're in kind of stage five panic mode, you know, you just can't find information or you're missing a document or mm -hmm. you just don't have what you need to, to get it done, you know, remember you can file an extension. Extension is going to give you an extra six months to file. But really important not to forget, even if you file for an extension, you could still get hit with a late payment fee if you end up owing your money. So 
that that's kind of challenging because you say, well, I thought I could get an extension, but how do I know what to send it? You're just going to want to make your best estimate. So right. if you're not sure, take a stab at it, make your best estimate because you're still going to want to pay that. You want that payment postmarked on April 17th. And then you really want to make sure you don't miss the six-month deadline. So mm-hmm. now your new deadline will be October 15th of this year. Really want to make sure you wrap it up by the end of that extension period. But really, believe it or not, the IRS would rather you get it right. They'd rather you file an extension and get that return right rather than making a mistake, and then you have to amend it. That can be problematic. Yeah, and and like we said earlier, there's so many mistakes that can be made, just little errors. You know, we've seen people spell their name wrong. <laughs> you know, you're trying to get it in on time. You're doing it right at the last minute, and a lot of these things can, can you can just make easy mistakes. So, uh, you know, take your time, do it right, and that way you won't have to go back and do it again. And I think we've seen a lot of advancements in these software packages lately that are really helping you walk through it, catching a lot of the deductions. But remember, if you have a more complex tax situation or you're simply looking for some tax strategies, it's one of the biggest questions we get at our office or at the educational talks that we do. People say, boy, you know, how can I, you know, I have an accountant or I'm using TurboTax or whatever package I'm using, and I feel like I'm doing a return properly, but I'm just kind of in the dark here when it comes to, Reducing taxes. What's my plan long-term to reduce taxes? You know, how do I do that? Right. Sometimes you just need a second set of eyes, you know, and that's what we do at uh, Drake & Associates. You come in, you want to put a retirement plan or a financial plan together, and, and, you know, we're going to go through all that stuff. Not only, you know, where are your accounts, what kind of funds do you have, what is your risk tolerance, all that kind of stuff, but also what tax strategies do you have going forward that can save you money, and, you know, whether it's your goal is to hand money down to beneficiaries or have money for long-term care down the road, whatever your goals are, we want to make sure we help you fill those goals. Yeah, and for folks that want a little bit more information, I apologize ahead of time. I know the last couple months we've had some educational classes, had a lot of folks trying to get in, and they've filled up uh, you know, fairly quickly for whatever reason. Um, we do need you to register ahead of time because there is limited seating, but we've added a couple more in April here to accommodate uh, the request, and that's going to be on Thursday the 12th and then Wednesday the 18th, the day after the tax deadline. So you can go to the website, wealthwisconsin.com, see those upcoming classes. This month we're talking about required minimum distributions, how to calculate those. More importantly, how to avoid or minimize those. If you're worried about that taxable income, that can be an important strategy. Mm -hmm. Another big question we get, maximizing Social Security. Of the hundreds of strategies, you know, how do I determine which one's best for me? Maximize that income stream. That can be really important when you're talking about longevity and fear of running out of money. And then, of course, we're going to cover some of these tax strategies, some things you can do ahead of time, maybe pre-70s, that are really going to minimize the tax bracket that you're in, maybe for the next 10, 20, or 30 years, and, again, maximizing the longevity of our dollars. So I think that's important. We'd love to have you. Have a great topic next week. We're coming up against the news here, Brad. But next week, join us. We're going to talk about money. Maybe this is a topic that tends to mystify you. So much confusion around 401Ks, how to handle those. And April, believe it or not, is Financial Literacy Month, so we want to give you some education on how to handle that, how to maybe get through the fog and clear some of this uh, kind of scary feelings that come up when it comes to money. So thanks for joining us. You're with the Retirement Ready Show on WTMJ. The proceeding was a paid program. Advice and opinions expressed during Retirement Ready are solely that of the hosts or guests of Drake & Associates and not WTMJ Radio or Scripps Media Incorporated.